widgets. Widgets. Widge, widge, widge. This hair today. Yeah. Honey, I just didn't do any. I had to wash it because I smelt like a like like dog urine I all over you. my body, and then uh, but then I just didn't do anything to it. Oh, I feel that. Just loud and proud today, Jesus. That that dog that dog life. I, I welcome sl- back to another episode of Jacob V Weekly. We want to start the episode by inviting you to donate to Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois, just outside of Edwardsville. Caddyshack IL on Facebook. Also, if you want to support the show, the only way to do that with money is patreon.com slash Jacob V. We have exclusive content. We post there a lot. Um, Even more often, I'd say, than we do uh, this show. That's supposed to be weekly, but the world won't quit ending. Barry King is with me. Hi. Uh, I have a new record out with a band I'm in called Blinded by Stereo. Blinded by Stereo on all platforms. Vinyl release forthcoming as soon as the supply chain is correct. So... 2025 look for that one um i'm in a new band called no antics that is dropping a new single next week uh new year's day you could pre-save that or something i'll have to ask about the details on that one barry king and i uh are uh only vaguely employed in the (laughs) world right now we're working on it uh we are going to uh rebuild and you know we are i had a tarot card reading yesterday with my good friend and friend of the show zaza g and you know uh my center card was the five of coins which means my money is on my mind and i'm worried about it okay but also uh i'm also in a uh, a hangman pattern right the hangman is a wake-up call and a moment of uh, gotta figure your life out mode but i think i've been in that pattern for about six or seven months at the least anyway and um and that's only literally i think i've been emotionally there for a long time so on the future i have um a page and a king and a queen and a lot of go out there and get them energy and a lot of optimism universally on the horizon as far as you know the cards would indicate and that's really how i feel i just wish i knew in my heart what more of that looked like you know what i'm saying barry yeah i know something good's gonna happen but i don't know when yeah man but as kate bush would say just saying it could even make it happen just gotta use the heart of the cards man yeah so um that being said if you have any reason you want to uh give me any money for doing anything give a girl a call Barry, what were we talking about? Dogs? I had to wash my hair because I smelled like dogs. Dogs? Oh, I was just going to say that I uh, slept in literal shit the other day on accident. My dog, you know. You slept in it? it, Yeah. This is why I can't do the show by myself. Because people are fucking weird and they throw you these curveballs. Barry just said to me, I accidentally slept in some shit the other day. Not my own shit. Well, thank God. I actually, I would rather sleep in dog shit than human shit. I don't know why. Something about like human shit is just so variant and gross. Dogs have a high fiber diet. My dogs eat really expensive food. Oh, ours too. We they eat uh, those fr- dogs eat better than I do. They eat from that's what it's called with a with a pH I think. Oh, I might really? be wrong. I just from get the, yeah. They, I used to get this really bougie uh, grain free food, but then they came out and said that was bad. After years, of me spending seventy dollars a bag on the shit, and then uh, now we just do the pro plan because that's what the vet said, and the dogs seem to love it. The shit is good. The shit is good. So you slept in some dog oh, shit. Oh yeah, Do yeah. We need to finish that, or well, okay. Let me let me just explain how it got there. I guess. So Please. you know, you know, like it, it's cold outside. Thus, we haven't really been, you know, pooper pooper scooping the backyard. Oh, I have a quite, service. You got to do much. that. There's a there's it's like seventeen dollars a week, and they come to your house and scoop all the poop. No way. I swear to God, brother. For real. It's. I mean, that's based off your Whoa. number of dogs and the size of your yard. But there's no way you're you have more yard than I do. I have very little yard, but I just know where you live. We actually have a pretty big yard. It's really weird. But it's it, really... seriously, it couldn't be more than 20 bucks a week. That's pretty sick. 
Anywho, he stepped in poop and he jumped up in our bed. And I just, you know, it was dark. It was late. You know, when I let him out because they were whining and I, just, I didn't know. I was really tired. I woke up and I was like, damn. Yeah. That's poop. You think it was there the whole time? Or you think they shat there while you slept? So it wasn't like a full, full on turd. He didn't like shit, shit in the bed. Yeah, sneak, you know, a little skid mark on my bed where I rest. Hmm. <laughs> but you know it's okay uh, yeah I don't know I think it was just as you said dog urine I just kind of went with yeah, it <laughs> yeah it's hard you know the baby doesn't like to go all night without peeing like the big dogs do yeah and so I often have to put it I leave a pad every night in the hallway he doesn't always use it but just in case and uh, and it's just hard if you wake up to the smell of dog piss you feel like everything smells like dog piss all day oh yeah even if it doesn't but here's the problem it probably does it's a piss forward household over here. I don't know what we're going to do. <sighs> I'm going to get like graded floors and we're just going to power wash everything. <laughs> All, every day, the power washer. I got one of those. Yeah. I, oh my God. You could be making tons of money with a power washer right now. Really? Yeah. There's people on TikTok all the time be like, I power washed my steps and got rent for free for a month. I just watched that TikTok before you got it. What? He said to his landlord, he said, listen, if I power wash the house, can I have a month off my rent? And she said, oh, my God, absolutely. Because she'd have to pay somebody like 500 bucks to do that. That's that's pretty smart. It's pretty smart. At least. I mean, people make hundreds of dollars power washing thing. You got to get on power wash TikTok, brother. Uh, yeah. I'm hey, get, get I wanted to that. start with some light but intellectual content about um, why are video games $59 and why have they always been at least 50 bucks? I feel like video games were, were $49.99 when I was an infant, like when I was a boy. Oh yeah. When I was like at Kirkwood video store, looking at the box for Kirby 64 begging for, Oh, that game fucks. Uh, That that game was awesome. (laughs) That game's awesome. Um, Yeah. It was 50 bucks then. And that's like 20 years ago. Yeah. Why are they? Because movies are never that much. Movies are at most like 30 bucks. Well, the video game industry is just so messed up now, man. I mean, between like EA and Bethesda and Rockstar, they're just like really like downward slope the past like 10 years. Like, okay, we, we haven't seen another Elder Scrolls game since 2011 it's crazy how much money that game has made oh yeah i mean, I mean it's, a, it's an amazing it game so dated yeah i it bought it 11 bad. 11 11 yeah i remember when they announced it at e3 i i, I fucking cried i was so happy that's uh, an overreaction <laughs> no dude <laughs> no it's not <laughs> i spent like 2000 hours at least the first year playing oblivion so console video games have stayed about the same price of $60 for over 10 years. The price establishes a consumer expectation that the latest blockbuster game is going to cost you as much as you paid last year and the year before that. But video games have only gotten more complicated over time. Uh, I'm not watching this business insider video. This is propaganda. It's oh, mostly yeah. due to consumer expectation. So if you're Nintendo or you're Sony or Microsoft or any other game publishers out there, if you released your game... The base level price tag being 70, 80, more than that. It's a strong possibility that people will just not buy it. I think both consumers and game publishers, uh, blah, 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 they benefit from that. Uh, but there's a standard, there's an expect. I don't really understand. Well, what the that people means. who make games too, like the actual developers, a lot of times are severely underpaid and mistreated. I did, there's a lot of. Yeah, I've heard of stuff like that, like the teams that actually make the games and then the people that end up doing the distribution for them are they're they typically don't have the most advantageous relationship for both parties involved. Like, for example, I'm thinking of I I did cyberpunk during covid cyberpunk 2077. I I streamed a lot of that. And the people that actually made it kept having issues with like whoever was like like EA or whoever was putting it out for them so it was like there was this big managerial disconnect i don't have the research in front of me for that because you just Mm -hmm. reminded me of it Um... rockstar with the that that came out with the trilogy again yeah the remaster what's that about oh man it's just it's really bad (laughs) like and then you look at people who what's bad about it the the graphics like the literal like the look of everything you see mods that people have made for san 
like San Andreas. Yeah. And then you look at this compared to it, like, oh my god, I'll I'll find something. I'll pull. Yeah, I I know what you're talking about now. I've I've seen that. Oh, dude, it's it's just ridiculous, and like, the the, the game's been broken. It almost seems like in a lot of ways, like the weather stuff doesn't work, like the rain, you know, you'll be in one like hit area and then walk into the next and just like see the camera move in and out of like the rain. It's just like a wall. It's, it's... So. It's just like they hyped it up so much and then like. So that's the thing. So like. I guess it probably works the other way too. Like if you release a new game and you say, oh, we only want. 30 bucks then it's assumed that it's in a totally different price point and that it's like a like a like a something with in-app purchases and like a like a Fortnite kind of thing right but all that yeah microtransactions are weird too like i remember so, so the price is stuck there for because of this consumer dilemma but yeah i I do. I remember when games were a lot cheaper and I just think that the industry But that's what I'm saying is they weren't that much know? cheaper. They weren't. I mean, I saw one for 80 bucks the other day. So no, that, that's crazy. No, I'm for real. I'm trying to remember no, 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 what it was, it, but it's, I've seen them too. I've seen, I've seen 89 99 for a packaging of a game. And it comes with like, you know, two of the DLCs and it's just like, well, well it's already the in there. With What's the DLC that? brother. I have mixed feelings about paying $60 for a game and then paying for DLC. It's just like it, it should be cheap. But I bought the Breath least. of the Wild DLC. It was like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks. Yeah, maybe twenty nine bucks, and it was worth it to me because I spent so many hours in that game, and I can't get that many hours of my life for cheaper than that. You know what I mean? Right. Like when I dump hours into it, I've never, I really, as an adult, don't mind spending fifty, sixty bucks on a game because I know how much time I'm going to spend on it, and if it's a game I'm not going to spend that time on, I'm not going to spend that money. But if I just try to be awake during those hours that I would be spending on that game, not on that game. I'm going to be spending more money doing something else. See? No, yeah, I see what you're saying. Me personally. I'm an expensive bitch. Yeah. Like, I like artificial crab meat out the bag. I'm going to have some of that tonight. I got it upstairs. That's just pretty good. We used to put those in the Krabby Crab Puffs. At the, What's the earliest yeah. video game you ever spent a lot of time playing by yourself? Ooh, the earliest? Earliest. I feel like there's like eras in where I started. So I, I, I know I started with the Game Boy. Ad- oh, oh, sorry. Speaking of the mic. I started with the Game Boy Advanced and the Nintendo 64. So I played a lot of like Killer Instinct. Yeah. Um, and F-Zero. I oh, liked yeah. those games because like the music was, you know, fucking metal. It was the shit. Uh, I also played a lot of like Super Smash, Mario Kart. I'd say if I had to like put one of those down, though, it would probably be uh, Super Smash Brothers. But the one first game that I like invested myself in after that was definitely Resident Evil on the GameCube. Yeah, I feel like there's a defining chapter for each console. I had a PlayStation Two, and there were titles I really missed out on on GameCube. Like, uh, well, the thing is, some a lot of it was the same but there were things i missed out on the ps2 as well and didn't get to play till later yeah. like uh shadow of the colossus i yeah. i went and bought a ps2 and that Just game that. to have the original experience yeah and time splitters too i remember i bought those i did that time. for that's how i got the nintendo switch was i bought it just to play breath of the wild yeah. and I, if i didn't play anything else after that i was okay with that Dude, yeah what was yours what was your first god i i spent a lot of time on my aunt's sega genesis which i still oh, yeah. have um, uh, I have somebody Sega Genesis, but a couple of people had Sega Genesis, yeah. and uh, so I'd play like Zombies Ate My Neighbors or Bomberman, mm. like old Bomberman, or um, NHL '96, brother. I got that one upstairs. Yeah, wasn't there? Awesome? And those games were a lot harder. Yeah. They were not as deep, but they were a lot more difficult because they, I guess, yeah. because of. Aladdin. Did you play the Aladdin yeah, game? Yeah, that, that game, one. Yeah. That one was the shit. Yeah, that game's pretty. And tight. there was a game that was like it. That was just like it didn't really have much of a storyline, and I still don't remember what it was about. But there, like you could play as one of three, like Aladdin-looking, like yeah. Middle Eastern characters, and they had you know very similar kind of stuff. It was kind of like when they would. Re- I mean, they did that a lot where they would repackage games with different things for different audiences. Yeah, yeah, like the same basic platformer, but 
reskinned. Reskinned, yeah, that's the way to put it. Reskinned, not like maybe that's a little no, 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 harsh, no, 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 no. Like, but get it. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, you got to skin them up. Oh, here's the thing. I was looking for a function on OBS here that I just now found again. Okay. Uh huh. It lets me know who's watching, so or how many or whatever, and it was gone. So I wanted to make sure we were really doing it. And this is the part of the show where we have to get technical and talk about how things are fucked up. Hey, so I, I wrote in here, what is the Mariah menu? Apparently it's some, instead of a signature item or order, like former celebrities have done with McDonald's, McDonald's has a menu of, with a purchase of something else, I guess, you get a different free item for 12 days leading up to Christmas, all brought to you by Mariah Carey. What? Yes, brother. The Mariah menu at McDonald's. Not a sponsor. I'm just a fan, apparently. I wish I had gone before we did the show. Oh yeah. I wish we I could. I McDonald's. wish we could just pick all this up and go right now. I I do love the McDonald's. We could order it, podcast. but I don't want it. Postmates this late is a nightmare. Yeah, that's true. Especially with stuff like that, because mm-hmm. the drive-throughs are lit. Oh, that's why they're lit, though. Dude, and I did it the other night. Sometimes Taco Bell will tell me, unless I'm a DoorDash driver, they can't take my order. Yeah. Because they get just slammed. What were you saying? You did this the other day? Oh, yeah. And they fucking, they only, it was Burger King. And they only brought me my chicken nuggets. I just got a sad little bag of chicken nuggets. I didn't get my burger. I didn't get my drink. I was. Why just would like, they bother? Yeah, I was just like, damn. And I waited like a long time. It was like an saying. hour and it a half forever. or something. But I was really, yeah, I was a little that drunk. That doesn't make any sense. You know, drunk ordering Burger King. It was like the only thing open. I was just like, please bring me food. <laughs> How late were they open? Oh, damn. It had to have been like past midnight. It was no. like, it, it was late. Burger King's open past midnight? I think so. In the pandemic? Yeah. Let's go Burger King. I'll go to Burger King. This one will take a long time, but we'll get burgers. It's not bad. It's not bad. Is that the one you go to? The Burt? The Burt? Hampton? Hampton? Probably. I don't know. I've never been there. I've only... Wait. Oh, you Postmates it. Oh, I door dashed. Oh, yeah. 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 No, but... Or same thing. But that's, uh... That's so weird. Did you just... Did they refund it? I was too... In in the app? Um, yes, they, they did actually, they refunded me for those. Um, cause you usually just have to say, I didn't get this and yeah, got yeah. Valentine's day. We tried to postmate some sushi, which was not, it was a Sunday and it was a blizzard and we got the other people's order. Like the, the guy picked up two orders and gave uh, them our bigger order and we got the smaller order and my wife's a picky eater. So that was hard. Real bummer. Unacceptable. And Unacceptable. it's not easy to navigate in the experience. Um, so that's the Mariah menu. Yeah, uh, Missouri odd. Attorney General wants parents to report schools enforcing mask mandates. I'm moving. <laughs> so the Attorney oh, General my. of my lovely home state uh, oh, wants no. parents to tell the government if schools are making kids wear masks. So that's the direction we're moving in. So that's also why I quit uh, teaching. Yeah. Dude, I don't want to be uh, around them. I don't know, the school? I think ki- even when this whole thing is over, I think kids should be re- continue to be required to wear masks. They're disgusting creatures. Yeah, honestly, they're so gross. Mask I remember being 10. Mask those babies up. <laughs> um so that's a nightmare i kind of like the masks in the like supermarket kind of too just personally i mean we were sharing too many germs before and it's i kind of don't want to buy produce that people have been walking by breathing on Mm -hmm. i don't what am i a socialist i don't even really like want to be approached or talk to most of the time when i'm in the store yeah i want so it's kind of dark shades hat glasses uh mask earbuds yeah. Uh, prophylactic. Yeah. Just um, you gotta stay safe. When you, if I'm in the grocery store, I'm already not happy to be there, and yeah. I kind of wish I had my own little Pope mobile to keep myself safe from the public. <laughs> Pope mobile. You know what I mean? If I <laughs> yeah. Had my no, own I know. Little I know what you're saying. Rascal scooter with a bulletproof glass box with a little fan. <laughs> But you know oh, what? Man, I got really into the Instacart thing for a while, but they oh, yeah, they yeah. never 
they act like they can't find anything. They act like they're out of stuff just because those people that are shopping it don't know what it is. Oh, it happens all the time. This guy that, whose name was Mustafa couldn't find LaCroix at Sam's. And so he took a picture of the beer aisle and said, do you want any of this? I said, yeah, just switch it up. Instead of having four cases of LaCroix, just bring me Miller Lite and we'll just change <laughs> the tune. <laughs> oh, man. Have you watched uh, Evil Lives Here? I think it's on Netflix. Evil Lives Here? Who's in that? Okay, so it's like a documentary series, and each episode is about like somebody who lived with somebody who went on to be a convicted murderer. Ooh, no. I haven't watched it that. It is fucking trauma porn. It is so heavy. Well, and there's like 10 seasons, and they're terrible. And it's these, a lot of it is these poor women who their husband murdered their neighbor or like they um are there are there some of it's the children of people who one of them says mom who just beat the shit out of her kids and tied one up under the dining room table for like two years what the and fuck? like uh uh and like poisoned all of her husbands and shit what the fuck? it's all crazy and it's so good but it's so funny because when you get to i'm in season eight right now so i've been plowing through it and when you get to uh, that point, you start to notice that the show has a very clear slant. However, it was produced, they always make sure to be kind of pro death penalty in a way that's funny because a lot of these people end up getting the death penalty, a lot of these murderers. Huh. And so there's always a point where the victim who's being interviewed will, will say, You know, usually I'm not for the death penalty, but in this case, my brother is evil. He needs to pay for what he did. Like, that's one thing they hit every single episode. They make sure that if the death penalty is on the table, they're for it. Whoa. And, uh, which is funny because it's so subtle, but you start to notice it over time. And then uh, what else? Um, there's one other thing that's like a clear ideological choice that's in every episode. But I can't remember what it is, but um, re really, really entertaining. Uh, absolute trigger warning. It's like there's a lot of times I'll be watching it. I'll just say out loud, Jesus. Oh, it's just nuts. See, some of it's really sad and some of it is just crazy. I, I like some of that. I, it's I used hard, though. You got to balance it. Evil, evil genius. You watch that? No. Oh, dude. What is it? You've never oh, like the first bit of it is about. Oh, shit. Almost spilled. Uh, OK, so it's this whole like crazy thing. These people whipped up to like rob a bank. And they put, like, a bomb around this guy's neck. Oh, yeah. That whole thing. Well, I mean, like, that's not, it didn't even happen really that, that long ago. 20-something in the 90s. Right. You know? Isn't there um, a movie with, like, uh, Jesse Eisenberg? Where oh, yeah, uh, 30 Minutes or Less. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. See the evil genius. It's way more like, damn, what just happened? Yeah. Like, no, I bet crazy people. No, like, yeah, I didn't mean to insinuate they were similar in tone. <laughs> no, not at all. That movie was all right. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't really like um, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg. No, the other one. Um, who was the other dude? I forget. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Is it um? Aziz Ansari. It, it, oh, it is. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a big fan of him. Yeah, he's he's, he's fine. I don't know. The, the, the jo Jonah something. Jonah Hill? No. Jonah and the Whale. No, no, it's the same same dude who, who played... Um, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, Jesse Eisenberg is his... I'm tripping. Yeah. Anywho... Jesse Eisenberg and Aziz Ansari. Jesse Eisenberg. But that movie's like 15 years old. We should move on. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> recycling. St. Louis stops alleyway recycle, recycling pickup as staffing shortages continue. The department is down 11 operators and running 15 to 20 trucks short, meaning they're not making it to all 55 daily routes. My dumpster is empty. So I wonder what this means. Huh. St. Louis has a lot of trash. They can't keep up. They're pausing some recycling services. We've not as a, a city recovered even since 2008, and a lot of cuts had to be made. 
departments in the city was equipment. Oh, so they're down f physical trucks. Um, waste increases by 25% over the holidays. I don't know. Okay, so it's not the whole city. They made it sound like it was the whole... I thought none of the recycling in the city was going to get picked up for a while. But mine's got, getting picked up, so it must be up north somewhere. They're probably getting screwed, which is I'm not for. I was... Uh... I was looking at some some jobs and there's a bunch of uh, recycling jobs kind of opened up in Missouri right now too. One of them's like straight up electronics recycling. And um, I don't know. Sounded kind of cool. This is also really hard. My stepdad just retired, but he was in recycling. And uh, since COVID and before that, kind of because of the alleged trade war, um, a lot of other countries that we sold a lot of our recycled goods to quit buying them. So a lot of it's just been sitting in the facilities. They bundle it up and then eventually they, there's stuff they just have to throw away, like bundled up recycled materials. Mm hmm. We're getting dumped for a long time. So I'm hoping we cut that shit out because the fucking it's going to be 70 degrees on Christmas here. 70 degrees. I think I saw that. I don't know if a drunk guy tweeted that or if that was a headline. I can't remember. We should look into that. St. Louis Christmas weather, huh? We're doing it live. Oh, yeah, brother. 62 degrees. Dang. Low of 39, so we'll get it chilly in the evening. Yo, how was Muppet Christmas? Oh, bro, it was lit as fuck. Was that that same day? Dude, it was. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a dream, but they actually they showed the movie and the orchestra played the music along with the movie. So the, it's a version of the movie with just the vocal tracks and none of the instrumentals. And then the orchestra yeah. plays the instrumentals. And they, the girls I was with, I was with my wife and our best friend, Ellie, who... Uh, who Ellie got us a sign for the show for Christmas. I, we got to bust it out before we're, before we're done. It's really cool. I haven't figured out where I want to put it yet. What? And uh, maybe behind you, it would look good back there. I wonder yeah. if it would be legible. I guess that's up to me with the cameras, isn't it? And uh, they were saying that a couple times the orchestra was off sync, but I never noticed. I was really enjoying it. I, it would have been a great experience to do like on something. I wasn't on anything. I was uh, on the Holy Spirit. I had three Diet Cokes and a brownie. Oh, yeah. And a cookie and some M&Ms. That's dank. And I almost got some popcorn, but I didn't feel like I could yeah. carry it all. Plays are cool, man. Or it's not even, I guess it was. No, it was like the orchestra and seeing all the instruments up close like that. We there. had really good seats. It was, it was a really good time. There was a matinee that was probably sold out that they did with, like, yeah, I think more children were there. There were some kids there, but. It was mostly fucking honkies in there. It was weird. <laughs> uh, but I also have seen podcasts like live, that go on tour and stuff. I've seen some of those there and stuff. So I love the the Powell and it was we were on the floor, so it's fun. Cool. Very cool. I'm fine. Is that a sneeze? That's how I sneeze, Barry. We're just living out loud. Look at this hair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's gonna be seventy degrees on Christmas. We're not recycling anymore because, um, and the uh, it's already over. Um, let's go ahead and get to Bigfoot now. Um, wait, one, Bigfoot? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're talking about Bigfoot, and the one of the reasons is there was a sighting. When a local sighting, brother, in St. Louis? No, not uh, it was like Southern Illinois. Close enough. They think they're local to us, so I'll. Uh, <laughs> I mean, St. Louis. St. Louis is probably like the closest city if you're not going to. No, from Southern Illinois, sure. Oh, yeah. It's just dog shit over there. Illinois man thinks he saw Bigfoot in Central Illinois, which is, I am not paying to read this. Gotta pay to read? What? How about Bigfoot? Oh, come on. Where did I put it? But yeah, so this guy saw an entity cross the road in, in two, across this two-lane highway in central Illinois in two really big strides, and he was gone. He was very quick, very big, and uh, 
in the video or whatever. I don't know if it's video or if it was a phone call or something, but there's some kind of recording of, of him that uh, uh, he says, fucking Bigfoot! Or like, shit, Bigfoot! He cusses at it, and they always beep it out, so I'm not sure exactly what he says. Um, but the... Uh, oh, that's good. That's in the headline, and... That we were just talking about Bigfoot, and that's the closest. That's a close recent sighting. That'd be crazy, dude. Let's go. And with you all podcast this on change, podcast I mean, on the road. We should go up to Central Illinois and just set up in the woods, just live stream from the woods. I got five G. Get some bacon. Have some bacon. Bacon. Yeah, like, does Bigfoot yo. like bacon? I know Bigfoot likes garlic. Like some. Well, what? Let's see. What does bigfoot likely eat bigfoot could be a, an omnivore for all we know but so what animals is he eating if he's eating animals i mean what deer deer maybe he doesn't eat deer maybe they're so big like would they bother unless they're tribal or pack animals of some kind well what if they're like what if they truly are vegetarians okay so i'm okay with that i got some sabra hummus upstairs so, ooh, hummus. Bigfoot likes hummus. Yeah, now Mustafa couldn't find the little non-dippers, so he got full-size non-bread. But I think that'll be okay for Bigfoot. Bigfoot's probably not a grain guy, right? He's not baking. Bigfoot's definitely not baking. I'll, I'll say that right now. Well, wait, wait, if they're intelligent enough to... They're definitely not using fire, so... we'd find them, brother. Well, what if they use fire in caves? Fire in caves. You Have know. we ever found any evidence of that? You should be Googling some of this. Dude, I don't know. Do you know? remember that show, Finding Bigfoot? <laughs> There's, there were 20 seasons of it, and they never found him. Dude, I see, that's where like the conspiracy, like, like ah, oh, kind of stuff like, loses me. Do you think the government me. doesn't want us to know about Bigfoot? Well, no, that's truly it. I don't know if you, you're very familiar with like the Bob Lazar case, but a big part of what he's talking about is like, yeah, like they tried to erase me. Uh, they, they try to erase Bob Lazar. Yeah, are oh, or not? No, not Bob Lazar. For what? Is though? it the other dude? No, it's Bob Lazar. Anywho, for so he worked on. Hold on, let me make sure I'm saying the right name. Okay, I'll Google Bigfoot while you Google the other thing, <laughs> yeah. and my mom on the other line here will just hang out. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Bob Lazar. Yeah, okay, so he worked on stuff at a secret site known as S4 and claims to have seen, like, alien, like, UFOs, uh, except they are, okay, they're not UFOs, alien crafts that uh, supposed government-led facility in the U.S. called S4 had, and they called in people to come look at them, but they were only allowed to look at, like, very segmented parts. Like, he was only supposed to study anything relating to the propulsion because they kept things very divided like that so nobody could congregate and be like well we're going to come out with this and then when he did as insurance because he was like feeling threatened like oh they could you know they could take me out or expose me he was like nah I'm going to just go out and be like yeah so this is what happened anywho so yeah so one of those things that like um the media does uh, like intentionally and eerily doesn't pay attention to because and maybe coincidentally it's also advantageous to people that are in control of different things exactly so the whole like ufo bigfoot thing it's always been made to look hokey so that people don't take it seriously it. They, yeah they 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 take the 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 legitimacy out of the conversation yeah and it's honestly not that outlandish. So you know how we're theory. living in a fucking simulation, and uh, I think um, I think we may be smoking crack because this is on the USDA Forest Service, U.S. Department of Agriculture website, fs.usda.gov. Loss of space threatening North American Sasquatch. This is actually D Tiffany Holloway, Office of Communication for the U.S. Forest Service. Uh, we've been keeping its existence under wraps for years to protect its privacy, but because the country is losing more and more open space each day, we wanted to make it known that the habitat of one of America's greatest legends may be at risk. Well, is she like for real though? This is, I mean, is this in any way like meant to be like, Oh, like, like a joke or is it? Um, Maybe. 
What if they're for real? Why I don't want my government making jokes on the website. I need government to be government. It's so, like the guy on the highway with the cute buckle your seatbelt slogans every day. Is there a comment section? No, it's a fucking government website. This isn't KSDK or some <laughs> rag like that. Why doesn't our government have a comment section? Uh, they it's sh- a they democracy, could- right? That's maybe that would solve everything. If we could just put comments on the government websites, an estimated 6,000 uh, acres of open space are lost each day, a rate of four acres per minute. That's too much. Public forests are also affected. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So here's the thing. Uh, we need to figure out what kind of iPhone I need to get so that we can live stream from the woods and invite Bigfoot on the show in person. That's what I'm saying. Do you think he likes hummus? I think hummus is definitely a good bet. He maybe doesn't usually eat hummus, but I think he would enjoy it. It would be things that are familiar to him in a new way, sort of reworked in a way that's vegan friendly but not vegan exclusive because we you know we don't want to offend him with the bacon bacon is sensitive leviticus brother people are sensitive about lobsters and bacon and mixed lenins and blasphemy (laughs) i'm done (laughs) (laughs) oh god um what else about Bigfoot? I got another story before we get deep on the stuff that we talked about earlier. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we should try to find him though. Podcast on the road. Podcast I got a big backpack. Let's go. Yeah, you got a nice truck. Yeah, we I think could if we off-road. just get a little rooftop satellite thing for some kind of woodland hotspot. We have to be able In to stream Central it live Illinois. for him to me to feel like I'm doing something real. Only, only got to go to Central Illinois. Like, you know, that's not fun. That's what I'm saying. We could do a day trip. We don't even have to sleep out there. I don't know that he's nocturnal. Do we have any reason to think he's nocturnal? And does he use fire is what you were looking up? I don't know. So do we find somewhere near? Well, that's the thing. I feel like most caves that are out in the open are like. I don't know. I don't really know anything about caves. I don't know anything about American systems. That's terrifying. No, no, no. I've done it. That's terrifying. It's not that bad. It's terrifying. It's you don't want to go tight. Have you seen the movie The Descent? No, I can't. No, I can't do that because I've been there, and so I'd have nightmares about it. (laughs) Yeah, I saw the trailer, and I was like, "No, thank you, baby Jesus, dude." That movie. No, I was straight up in a cave with bats, brother. Bats. There were fucking bats up in that motherfucker all through the bitch. (laughs) Oh. How many miles of caves in America? I wonder. Okay, so Oregon is using Bigfoot as a as a as a slogan person, a spokesman for wildfire prevention. Um there's some article I keep seeing about a guy who wrote something that I don't think it's actually about Bigfoot and fire. Um, I don't think Bigfoot use fire, so I don't think they're cooking, but they could be in caves, but I don't think we've ever found any evidence of cave-dwelling hominids that use fire. I think that's probably what accelerated our departure away from those creatures, genetically. That's crazy. I think he eats animals, but I think he eats them raw. I don't know that he would eat something as big as a deer. I feel like... Unless they're a communal organism of some kind. How could something that carnivorous remain so elusive, though? Well, we don't know that it's carnivorous. That's why we're bringing hummus instead of bacon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he's a vegetarian, I... In the mic, Barry. Oh, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, Sorry, we were smoking crack. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little crack, Mom. So the biggest cave in the world, or the cave system, is Mammoth Cave. There's a Mammoth Cave National Park. Where? Hold up, U.S. National Park. Kentucky. Kentucky. I can get you to Kentucky in five hours. Yeah. We can go tonight. Barry, Barry, you and me have nothing going on. Dude, we could go. We could go. It's not even a big deal. We could go. 
literally not going to interfere with anything else we're doing professionally, at least for the next couple weeks. Let's go. Dude. Oh, God. We're going... Mom, we're going to go look for Bigfoot. We're going to bring him some hummus. I've always wanted to we go look for Bigfoot. We don't know what his diet is like, and so hummus seems to be the safest option. It's it's soft on the stomach. But it's it's it's, it's savory. It's, and we know he likes garlic. My mom watches this Bigfoot show about people that have... Maybe it's Surviving Bigfoot, or what's the one? Sir, the finding Bigfoot? Finding Bigfoot. Surviving Bigfoot. Like, he's our <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Bigfoot pissed on me. <laughs> And it was horrible. Uh, no, that the, he this lady was saying he came to my back door and he was saying garlic, garlic. And so I gave him some garlic. I didn't know if he wanted powdered or cloved, so I gave him cloved. What she said all that on on finding Bigfoot or surviving R. Kelly or one of them. And uh, uh, is that a goose down feather in my in my fucking athleisure tea? Oh my! On camera, goose down. Look at that feather. It was all the way in there. Uh, Bigfoot likes garlic, and so that gave me the idea. I have some hummus upstairs. Garlic is in most hummus. It's a it's an excellent compliment, and I think uh, that is what we should bring Bigfoot and uh, the defense rests. All right, garlic hummus. Uh, Utah authorities announced Saturday that a 19-year-old Snow College student who had been reported missing on Wednesday was found alive in a press conference held on Sunday. Police informed the public they had arrested a suspect in her disappearance. The suspect arrested in this case is a 39-year-old Brent Brown. Brown has been arrested on multiple felony charges, including aggravated kidnapping and obstruction of justice. The woman walked away from her apartment at 9.22 p.m. on December 13th. Someone who saw her said she looked like she was going out to meet someone. Video footage showed Alan wearing a skirt, a white coat she frequently wore, and flats. Around 7.20 a.m. on December 14th, a text message was sent from her phone to one of her parents saying, I love you. The text calls parents to be concerned and head to Verizon to find out details on the location of the phone. Um, the text was sent from Lau, Utah, which is 87 miles from Ephraim, where she was last seen. Oh, dang. Police obtained data that, the in, that indicated that her phone was in Lau at 12.06 a.m. and 7.20 a.m. on December 14th. There is no further data after 7.20 a.m. They turned the bitch off. You know what I'm saying? That's what they Damn. do. If you're going to steal a phone, you got to turn it off. Damn. Kids taught me that. During the search, law enforcement arrived at a home on Main Street. As they approached the house, they observed through a basement window a person with light-colored hair and a small build in the basement of the house. 39-year-old male answered the door and stated no one else was in the home. He also would not allow a consensual search of his home without the owner of the home's his parents' permission. The owner was contacted and consensual search was granted. And they found her naked and covered in charcoal. Charcoal! Charcoal, brother. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I clipped the story. But she's alive, and it looks like she's safe. I'm hoping it wasn't too terrible down there. That's awful. I mean, what the fuck is going on in the world? That's really fucked up. They're not recycling. They're tying people up in basements. Not cool, man. And, oh, that's the other thing from uh, Evil Lives Here. There's kind of a Christian slant to the show that they they don't necessarily force, but if the if the person being interviewed provides a lot of that, there's a lot of, I was just hoping my son would come to Christ instead of murdering all them people. <laughs> a lot of, lot of Jesus. A lot of, we're pro the death penalty, and we love Jesus. That's the that's the kind of gentle pattern in the show. <laughs> um that's fun. So uh good. That's so crazy. Yeah, so that girl is safe. They arrested that guy. He was keeping her in his parents' house, which is nuts. Um we're gonna go find Bigfoot. He's gonna be on the show because we're gonna bring him Sabra Hummus. And let's talk about the younger Dryas, Barry. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's talk about it, Barry. Something that has been making my brain ache for weeks. I cannot stop thinking about the possibility of uh, of a timeline totally forgotten. You know, Graham Hancock talks about the, this thing like a a species with amnesia. Like there's a forgotten chapter of human history. Yeah, it's, and we talked a little bit on the show about um, how like establishment 
historical groups don't like to open up this door because they would have to add or re-explain a lot of what's in history. And it is arrogant to assume that we can just make so many bold claims about human history when the history has been documented a certain way for so many years. So I do want to say, yeah. But also, we were talking in our last episode, which is an epic two-hour shenanigram of uh, conversation, included this conversation of Atlantis and the conversation about um, things in Egypt being a lot older than they're actually, you know, understood to be intellectually or academically, I should say. Academically, yeah. Academically. So, um, as you were saying. Well, yeah, and that that's what's so weird is that if if anything comes out that does not fit the current paradigm, it's just totally and utterly disregarded. And in fact, the, the people with the credentials, you know, the experts, experts, you know what I'm saying. Cartrell, brother. <laughs> yeah, the experts, they, they just disregard it. I, I don't understand why they, they choose to slam these people, people down. They, they shoot down the conversation. And to me, that's suspicious. Like it makes me think like there is more that's known. And for some reason it's being suppressed and it like keeps leading me back to this question of like, who owns history? Who owns all of the like first hand resources, primary resources. And then today, it was funny, somebody was talking about it, but it's like, so much of that stuff is in in the Vatican. What's that about? What's that about, brother? I didn't know that. Oh, dude, there's tons of stuff in the Vatican. Thousands of years worth of loot. Of loot. Loot? (laughs) Loot. The Vatican got tons of loot. And the thing is, the Vatican... It's kind of like, what if the Nazis got to keep all their inventions thing? No, exactly. It's like, you know, they're not this um, murderous empire that they once were, but they got to keep a lot of the loot. The Vatican has its own... It's its own country. So they have their own extradition like laws and and their their resource like libraries or whatever. I don't know. I've never been there that if you want to see something, you have to like say, like, I specifically want to see this, you know, and if you don't know that something exists, how are you going to know to ask for it? It's just like it's very shady. Okay, not to put it all on the, on the Vatican. Like, who knows where, what, where all this stuff but what is. What we were but... originally talking about is the Younger Dryas impact hypothesis, which posits that fragments of a large disintegrating asteroid or comet struck North America, South America, Europe, and Western Asia around 12,800 years ago. Yeah. Multiple meteor airbursts and or nanodiamonds. No, I'm sorry. And or impacts produce the Younger Dryas boundary layer, depositing peak concentrations of platinum, high temperature... Uh, spherules, metaglass, and nanodiamonds forming an isochronous datum at more than 50 sites across 50 million kilometers of our surface. Some scientists propose that this event triggered extensive biomass burning, a brief impact winter, and the Younger Dryas abrupt climate change, which contributed to extinctions of late uh, uh, whatever, megafauna, and result, there's that word again, and result in the end of the Clovis culture. Now, that's what I wanted to get to, is that this impact uh, altered um, biodiversity on the planet and also would have um, wiped out uh, a lot of advancement of different species at the time, correct? No, exactly. Great. Um, I think that's a good place to start. It's like the Clovis culture being a prehistoric Paleo-American culture named for distinct stone tools found in close association uh, with uh, this is all from the Blackwater locality in New Mexico, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a problem because it disrupts timelines that academic establishments have in regards to uh, uh, human development and, and human history. No, precisely. Um, and I think that a lot of the the people that are calling the shots on this, they have papers to protect, you know what I mean? Like things that they've published and for something to be discredited by new evidence poses a threat to their, their money, I assume, and somehow, or maybe just their ego. And it's, I don't know, because of that, there's a lot of bullying in the industry. People like Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock are 
are utterly dismissed in a, in a like the Bob Lazar way. thing we were talking about, where I mean, yeah. the, the establishment um, professionals that dictate a lot of this information to the public are allowed to sort of exclude people who have these fringe opinions, you know, like Galileo. Fringe, yeah. No, exactly. It's a heliocentric. No way. Like, yeah. Come on. The the freaking Sumerians knew that we yeah. were heliocentric. Mm-hmm. And that's another kind of thing that always makes me lead back to, you know, possibly there being a civilization that, that we've forgotten about. Everyone assumes that, you know, okay, we, we would have found some kind of electronics or or plastics of some sort. You're alluding to the, the conversation we had about uh, Atlantis. Yeah, and, and I mean, and the whole Atlantis thing remains true. Atlantis was supposed to have tw- 12 kingdoms or something like that. Right. And And supposedly... They were over the world. What if there was a community of of people that started earlier on and, you know, put themselves, planted themselves in different countries all over the world that maybe before didn't know that other people were there? It sounds like the U.S. I mean, think about it. We're all over the place. And we've visited people that were previously, like, uncontacted. Why couldn't the same thing have happened, like, in a time before... You know, everything was reset, biodiversity uh, compromised. And giant floods would explain a lot of the missing evidence. Also building on top of, of, you know, prime real estate. Right. This is part of the thing is that some of these people conjecture, for example, that the Sphinx is much older than the pyramids. Yeah, because of the, the, the water erosion. The water erosion, Barry. Yeah, Robert Schock was the guy. Bobby Schock. Yeah. Um, My mustache is too long right now. Give it all that tram tram. Yeah. The, it's very interesting, though. Uh, the, the biggest thing I've been into is, is why is it so suppressed? It's very hard to find information that isn't, like, um, I don't know, expressed as, as fringe. Like, you find people that are passionate about these things and, and seem reasonable and, and credible to whatever their degree, but... If you like were to Google search, say Graham Hancock, as opposed to Googling Brian Shermer uh, from the Skeptic Society, one, you'll find Graham Hancock's Wikipedia page, which in the first like sentence is literally like he's a pseudoscientist and he's not right. credible. Right. But then Brian Shermer from the Skeptic Society, who I've heard speak in, in, in I feel like he's just kind of a dick. <laughs> it, it, I don't understand how somebody could have so many opinions on things that they've never visited or never seen. Right. Um, which he claims to have not like he's never like been to the pyramids. I bet he's been to the Vatican. Yeah. I bet he has probably for tourism of some sort. Um, Woof. (laughs) That's a good dark turn. (laughs) Sorry. So, um, I, I don't know. I just, where do we, where should I keep looking? To find this information? Yeah. Like, what do I need to, what do I need to find out about next? I think we need to read older, older resources. You know, I just think that things produced by the internet nowadays, it's like, what, what can I trust and what can I not? There's uh, between all the misinformation and mis misinformation and misinformation about misinformation. Uh-huh, what the fuck uh-huh. am I supposed to believe? I, I believe that we deserve an internet better than this. That's so yeah. segmented on purpose and. Uh, and now I truly believe being uh, suppressed. I, th- I think that people are being suppressed from very vital information about our past. And I think, I, and this is the big conspiracy piece of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you come out and say stuff like this and people will tell you that you're crazy. Yeah. And I, I don't necessarily think that that's healthy to deny that there's things that we can't trust. Well, we also know better. Yeah, it's just like, come on, like, look at our history. There's so many geniuses in in history that we know were misunderstood or undervalued at their time. Nikola Tesla. Yeah, Tesla, and and we talked about Galileo and, like, different people that were kind of goofy in history that people were like, oh, that guy's nuts. And then it turns out scientifically, it was like, no, that's pretty good stuff, actually. We should probably have saved some of that stuff. 
Tesla is responsible for like 90% of, of, of modern technology. Yeah. Like so many concepts that he like began exploring served as the basis for new science. And it, it goes totally on like unrealized. Like I don't, I don't think people really understand how big of an impact that he had. And then his, his death is just so mysterious. It's just, it seems like he was taken out, you know, he was, he was like, like Clinton. Oh, hundred percent. Marilyn Monroe. Oh my God. That's terrible. Yeah. No, straight up. And I think it's because he knew too much. And you know these weird secret societies. And he, was a threat, and, he was a threat to the you know en- energy conglomerate even at the time. Yeah, and I think that's probably a more likely reason for him having been taken out. Anything business yeah. industry related. I mean, like, and the people making the money in energy were have always been the people that had the resources to pursue public office. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And his whole thing was like free energy, and he believed that the. I mean, I I, I I'm saying this probably based on some fr- like friendship that i've watched but uh, no, you know no, you... that's good that's yeah. good let's crank that out yeah yeah no <laughs> but like the pyramids supposedly in his opinion were some kind of energy tower siphoner and that's why earlier when we on the other show when we talked about atlantis uh being in a geomagnetically significant location mm-hmm. yeah. and that's from straight up cia mm-hmm. documents that yes. they've released still and they there's redacted huge portions of yeah so they didn't give you like an actual reasoning why? for the mission why would why? they redact the the geospatials brother why'd they use our tax dollars to go do all that stuff and we can't even see i want to know what? i just want to know. know the stuff it's like why you got to be so secret about it i can't have health care i can't have a living wage and i can't have any of the secrets exactly i mean come on and i just think that there's a lot of stuff that we don't know and i think people will become very complacent with just like authority but i think we're kind of reaching this time where you know people are people have had it with the bullshit like i can smell bullshit from a mile away like i i don't believe the people speaking on the news it's it's just it doesn't make any sense why are you gonna give this goober a microphone and tell him what we're supposed to do i don't think i've had like a really great example of a president in my lifetime. Yeah, that's hard. It's got to um, be hard, right? Yeah. It, and because the context of the office has changed so much, it'd be nice if we had some really, um, like, unanimously adored political figures in our lifespan. <clears throat> so that we had, a like, a, like, a perspective on how to behave. It'd be nice to have that person even as a role model, as a citizen. Yeah, somebody who, like, does things. I feel like we got a lot of people in in office that it's just like they grew up to be a politician. That's a made-up thing. Well, and it's it's just, it comes from that, that privilege culture that we're learning every day is more and more of a, a problem that there's yeah. people for, I've always said this when I was a teacher, that there's people making laws about schools who never even went to a public school. As a student, even. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, and so it's a very specific culture delegating kind of the the norm and the the limitations of everybody when they, they don't even really know. It's like the, the Tim Dillon joke about, like, if, the, if they quit doing undercover bosses because, like, it, w- it was causing too much upset. Like, they, like, the CEO of Arby's would just shut the facility down if he went into a real Arby's, especially right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's hard to do an episode of Undercover Boss that the guy shows up and says, oh my God, what is happening? Cut it loose. Yeah, it's not fun. It's like, oh, damn. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. That is my favorite thing you've ever said. Wh- what? Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> so Dumb. we hit on a little bit of everything there. Yeah, we, we got uh, income inequality. And so that's the problem is that like when there's so many things that they just lie to us about and just let us not believe, you know, uh, Epstein uh, steel beams. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, any example you want to pick Operation Paperclip. Uh, let's just name drop some more controversial topics. Uh, just so everyone knows, Project Magnet is the thing I was talking about with the, the CIA documents. 
where they said we're not going to red act any of this and then they red acted the rest of that sentence yeah yeah that's like a specific they released a whole bunch of documents there's a whole archive of cia documents that were so that's how we got on the whole trip about we need a role model of of an ideal citizen and uh it was because we're talking about they don't fucking tell us anything and i can't get a knee operation and i'm making six dollars an hour and uh they don't even let me know the secrets yeah, I want to know the secrets. If I'm, I want to I mean, know. If, if I'm not going to get my social security, I want some information. Yeah. Information is just like a critical resource for for people, you know, as we grow. And it's powerful. It is powerful. You know what I mean? And when they're trying to control, they, they need to give them the knowledge. If you love somebody, you give them the knowledge. And then you just hope that you've prepared them to make the correct decisions with it. Yeah, give, give, give us the knowledge that we need to be be successful and happy. That's it. Including, like, what's up with all the magnets in the Sahara Desert? Yeah, what's up with the Eye of the Sahara? One thing I wanted to talk about, we have to talk about next time, Barry, is the, the blocks, the granite beams in the pyramids that were way too heavy to move them. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a whole nother... Yeah, yeah, we gotta get on that. Let me wrap this up real quick. Guys, that's another episode of Jacob V. Weekly. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. You can contact the show, 314-632-6602 or at jacobvweekly at gmail.com. You can find original music by myself and by uh, Barry King's old band, Ground Control. And we both have forthcoming projects we mentioned a little bit earlier. Um, Stay tuned for those. Patreon.com slash Jacob V. We did it. Be safe.